With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. Kingdom, Kingdom, Empowerment. Well, good evening, children of the Most High God. Praise, glory, and honor be to our Lord Jesus Christ for all that he has done for us. Welcome to Prayer, Praise, and the Word of God. Hallelujah. It is a blessing to join in with you once again in the airwaves to know that we have an awesome God with wonders to behold, and we are so grateful, so, so very, very grateful for all that he does and is doing and has done in our lives. We give him the praise, the glory, and the honor. I thank God for you for tonight that you have Sophie to join in. I pray that if you are listening to the archives that you are well and that all is well with your life. It is not just about the impartation of the live show, but likewise the recorded show has um, a blessing attached to it as well. I have gone back many a times and listened to other people's live recordings and even listened to this live recording and have been blessed immensely by the word of God that goes forth. So we give him the praise, glory, and honor, hallelujah, because it is all due unto him. Amen and amen. Well, we don't want to prolong the time tonight. We are going to get right into our prayer. I believe that God has a a special blessing when we open up in worship and in praise and in adoration because that's how we should always open our prayer time up is giving him the praise, glory, and honor. We want to entreat his presence in all that we do, and we do that with our worship. We do that with our praise. God inhabits the praises of his people, so to to open his him, open ourselves up to him, we need to get into that atmosphere of praise and that atmosphere of worship. We need to be in a place where our mind is focused on him. No matter what you've been doing through the course of the day, I know I've been busy and I worked right up to the moment of the show, but right now I just want to clear my mindset and clear my spirit, and I hope that you would do the same, that you can just have your focus in your mind on the Lord, that you would open up your heart to him, that you would open up your mind to him, that you would open up your spirit to him. We know and we speak all the time about God being omnipresent and he's all places at the same time and he's always dwelling with us and, excuse me, he keeps us and he, hallelujah, he provides for us and he sustains us. But we have a, a duty to personally invite him into our lives. 
even on a daily basis. It's when you think about your relationship, even with your mates or with other people, maybe even people on your job or what have you, and you may have an office, and before that person comes into that office, you would require that they would knock on your door. If you're in your room at your home and your door is closed, you would require that that person would knock on the door just before entering because it's your personal time. It's your personal space. Well, likewise, we want to make sure that God knows that he is welcomed within our personal time and within our personal space. And that space occupied that we occupy so often and we want to invite him into is our mind, our mindset. You know that there's many battle, there's many books out there that talks about the battlefield of the mind. And that's where we do most of our warfare at. It's enough to lean toward carnality, our thoughts that want to gratify our flesh, our thoughts that would carry us and cause us to lose our focus unto God. But we know that if we invite him in, if we yield our mind to him, then we give him free course over our thoughts. And that's an awesome thing. We want to have the same mind that is in Christ Jesus to be also in ourselves. When we think on whatsoever is good, whatsoever is right, whatsoever is of a good report, whatsoever is holy, whatsoever is kind, whatsoever, hallelujah, is steeped in forgiveness, when our thoughts are centered on God, then we are opened up to receive his download into our mind. Think about it. Your mind operates as a computer would operate. So you're constantly uploading things to it and downloading things to it. What we upload from it will come out of our mouth. As the man thinketh, so is he. It will come out of our actions. So what we're uploading is what's already downloaded into it. So we want to make sure that we're downloading the spirit of the living God. We want to make sure that we're downloading the thoughts of God. In order to do that, we have to clear our mind of our day-to-day tasks, of our day-to-day cares, of our worries. we got to clear our minds so that he is free to download his thoughts, his desires, his wishes. Think about it, how the enemy plagues your mind, how the enemy will have you mad at the stupidest thing, and you will replay that thought in that instance and that whatever happened over and over and over again. And every time you replay it, you get angry all over again. It'll cause you to hold a grudge. It'll cause you to walk in unforgiveness. It'll cause you to want to say things that aren't of the Lord. But if we take the time to clear our minds, to allow him to come in and to take over our mind, hallelujah, then we will think as the word says. We will think on whatsoever is good, whatsoever is righteous. We will remember where God has brought us from. We will remember that we are frail and our strength only comes from him. We will remember our wrongdoings. We will remember our imperfections, and we won't be so hard on others. We won't be so demanding on the lives of others because we will recognize and understand that we need the grace of God on our life. And as he graces our life, he causes us to grace the life of those that are around us. Hmm. Our mind, our mind, our mind needs to be stayed on God. But there's a point and a time in every day, in every situation, where we have to stop and take the time to say, God, I invite you in. God, I want you to take over my thoughts. 
God, I want the same mind that is in Christ Jesus to be also in me. Remember, Christ said that he only does what his father instructs him to do. He does what he hears his father say. He says what his father tells him. He reacts to situations as his father would tell him to react. And he is our example. So if we invite him in, then our actions will reflect that. Our actions will reflect that our mind is stayed on him. So forgiveness comes natural. Love comes natural. Peace comes natural. The joy of the Lord, our strength, will come natural because that's where our mind is at. We're thinking on his goodness. We're thinking on his kindness. We're thinking on his mercy. We're thinking on his provision. Mm. Yes, we need to take the time to invite him in. And then there's our heart. You see, if the heart is cold and callous, if we have a heart issue, most of us do. In some situation, some place in our life, there is something that we're holding in our heart, some bitterness, some unforgiveness, some grudge that will cause us to latch out at others, that will cause us to walk in unforgiveness of others, that will cause us to have that cold, stony heart. But when we invite him in, when we say, God, I open my heart unto you, God, cleanse my heart, create in me a clean heart, renew the right spirit in me. See, we have to invite him in. We have to give it to him, just like David did. We take the time to worship him, to praise him, to open up our hearts to him. And we have to do that before we go into prayer. See, because if we go into prayer and our heart's not right, he's not hearing us. If we're harboring unforgiveness in our heart, he said he's not hearing us. If we're walking in pride and vain glory, he's not hearing us. It was so important before we go into his presence to invite him to recognize and understand our frailties, to recognize and understand the, the wrongs that we ourselves commit daily. Not one of us can boast of clean hands. Not one of us can boast of having it all together. That's why we need the Lord. That's why we need his presence. That's why we have to invoke him into everything that we do. Ah, oh, what a good, good God we serve. Because he is there. He is ready. He is ever faithful. He's ever, ever faithful. Hallelujah. When we invite him in, he's a loving God. He loves us in spite of our inconsistencies. He loves us in spite of our disobedience. He loves us in spite of our unforgiveness. And when we focus on these things, then we recognize and understand how important it is to love on him to worship him. Oh, we have so much to be thankful for, so, so very, very much. His grace and his mercy, his tenderness, his long-suffering. Oh, my God, think about that, how long he has suffered with us. And we don't want to suffer with anybody. We don't want to, to take the time to nurture and to be kind and show kindness to people. We want to just just bark and and this is this is funny. This is really funny, and I have to share this. And I knew when he brought this to my remembrance that I was going to have to share this tonight. I was having trouble with my computer this morning, and it was 
so frustrating to me. And every time that it would lock up on me, I would not take the time to allow it to shut down on its own. Even though I knew that it's not good for the computer for me to just turn it off in midstream. I need to go through, let it go through the process that it needs to go through to shut off so that it will operate properly. But I was so frustrated that I kept, it, it was like, I just wanted it to turn off, turn back on, and do what I needed it to do. And as I had to take a moment and just kind of exhale because the frustration in me was just really growing, God just so sweetly dropped this in my spirit. He said, the same frustration you're feeling right now is the same frustration that you and so many others take out on others. It's like you want this computer to operate perfectly every time. You want to push that button and everything just fall in line and it works really, really quick and does what you want it to do. And you take the time. You think, (laughs) hallelujah, you look at people in the same light and you just want to push a button and you just want them to do everything you told them to do and you want them to be these perfect beings and you want it to happen right now. And he said, just like there has to be a process with that computer, there also has to be a process with the people. And I, I promise you, I had to just sit back and just laugh. <laughs> just had to laugh. Because, and it really, it calmed me down with the computer, too. And now the computer is working like it should because I calmed down and wasn't just, just making it do what I wanted it to do. We cannot just make people do what we want them to do. We cannot just push a button and say, okay, perform. I told you to do such and such. Now perform to be that way every single time. <laughs> so I had to share that. I really, really had to share that because I was like, okay, God. You know, it just kind of made me sit back and say, you're right. You're absolutely right. I get frustrated with people, and I want them to do what I want them to do when I want them to do it. <laughs> and he's like, there's a process in all of us. There's a process. You're going through your process to be who I've created you to be. You're not there yet, but you're going through the process. And everybody that's in your sphere of influence, everybody whose lives you touch on a daily basis, be it the people in your household or be it the stranger you meet on the street, be it those that serve in the same house of God with you, no matter who, where, what, they're all going through and it is not instantaneous. So just like I had to exhale and have some patience with my computer, I have to exhale and have patience with people. It was just an amazing, amazing thing for me to learn. It it really was. I just, I was just like, okay, God. And I said, I knew I had to share that on tonight. So as we're opening up our hearts, put them right there, as we're opening up our hearts to God, as we're opening up our minds to God, as we're opening up our spirits to God, then we can give him the proper praise and the proper worship that he desires because we recognize and understand our imperfections, and so we're going to allow him to take us through the process, and we're going to ask him, hallelujah, to grant unto us the same gracing that he has for us others. Hallelujah. Uh, Father God, we praise you. 
We worship you. We exalt you, O Lord God. We lift you up, Father. Hallelujah. We are so grateful to be called and to be named among your children. We are so thankful for your grace and your mercy that you have for us. We are so thankful, O Lord God, for your loving kindness, your tender mercies, your long-suffering with us. Oh, God, you don't, you don't cast us aside. You don't tell us to get out of your face. You don't just belittle us, oh, Lord God. You don't, so you don't turn your back on us just because we're imperfect people. But you take the time to love us through, oh, Lord God. You take the time to teach us. You take the time to process us, oh, God. And we're so grateful to you. We are so very, very grateful to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor because you are deserving of it, oh, God. You are so deserving of our praise. You are so deserving. Of our submission, oh, God. We surrender our heart to you tonight. We surrender our mind to you, oh, Lord God. We surrender our footsteps unto you, O oh God. Lead us, guide us, direct us. We don't want to go anywhere that you're not. We want to walk in obedience unto you, O oh God. We want to know, Father, that, hallelujah, you have lighted up our path according to your preordained ordinance on our lives. Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. We want to be all that you have decreed us to be, O oh Lord God. We know, Lord, that we were created for purpose and for destiny, O oh Lord God. And we are so grateful, hallelujah, that ah, Roshandasa, you placed greatness within us. And our greatness is only recognized and realized, O oh God, when we are submitted unto you. All the gifts and the talents that you have placed within us, all the abilities that you have given us, O oh Lord God, they only operate properly when they're submitted and surrendered unto you. For you are our creator, and you had purpose when you created us. We're not just aimless, wandering beings. We're not just globs of matter. We're not just atoms. Hallelujah. We're not just blood vessels. Oh, God, we are created beings, Lord, to give you glory. And we give glory unto you as we go forth in obedience to the call that is on our lives. Each of us, each of us have a call. A call to fulfill, oh, Lord God. And some of us have been chosen, chosen, Lord God, to be your glory bearers, to be your glory bearers. You see, Lord, your word says that many have been called, but only few chosen, oh, Lord God. So we thank you, Father, that you have chosen us, oh, Lord God, to go forth in you. You have chosen us, oh, Lord God. Ha. Ah. Mm, to be your bright lights. You've showed, chosen us, oh God, to be your ambassadors in this dark and wicked world, oh God. You have chosen us, hallelujah, to be your examples. So, Father, ha, again, we can't go forth without you. We, we take the same stand as Moses. If you don't go, Father, we don't go. If you don't say it, we don't say it. We continually, over and over, day by day, yield ourselves to you. It is an on 
ongoing process. We thank you for the process. We thank you, Father God, that even in the midst of the process, you are ever faithful to us, O oh God. You are yet walking with us, Father God. You are yet, Lord God, having your way in us and through us, even through the process. So we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Father God, I, I lift up those that are under the sound of my voice, Father. And even those that may not be on the line, but that some that are on the line may be standing in proxy for, oh God. I stand in proxy for my own family, Father. Lord, we stand and we decree and declare that your word is truth. We decree and declare, Lord God, that all the promises of your word are yea and amen, starting with the promise that not just us but our whole household will be saved, that, hallelujah, our whole household will serve you. Our whole household will surrender unto you, O Lord God. Not one, not one, not one will be lost. We thank you for your promises, O God. We thank you for the ability, Father God, to stand on your promise. Oh, hallelujah, we give you praise. We give you glory for truly, truly, oh God, you are worthy. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy. Your word also promises us, oh God, health and healing. It is not just just relegated to the flesh, oh God, to the body, oh God, but your health and your healing is also available for us, oh God, for our mind. You see, oh Lord God, hallelujah. You clothe us in our right mind. There are times, oh God, when the pressures of this life come against us and we literally feel our mind, our capacity to reason, our capacity to think slipping away from us, oh God. So we need you. We need you to keep us clothed in our right mind, to keep us, oh God in the midst of all the trials and the tribulations, to keep us, Father God, to guide our thoughts. We need you. We need you. We cannot allow our mind to go rampant, oh God, and and just entertain any and everything, Father God. So right now we take a stand and we invite you into our mind. We want a mind that is stayed on you, O oh Lord God, a mind that is mindful of the things of you, O oh God. Ah, Shalababa Shanda. We ask, Lord God, that right now you would forgive us of our impure thoughts, O oh God. You would forgive us of our impure fantasies, O oh Lord God. You would forgive us, Lord God, of the wrath and the bitterness that we have rehearsed in our minds. You would forgive us, O oh Lord God, Hadabogoshata for all the impurities that we have allowed ourselves to entertain in our mind. Cleanse us now. Cleanse us. Cleanse our minds, oh God. Forgive us of our transgressions in our mind, in our mind. For you said, Lord God, as a man thinketh, so is he. So we want to think on what you have decreed over us. We do not want to entertain the wiles of the devil, oh God. Thank you right now. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you now, Lord God. As we renounce, as we renounce even our own thoughts, our own wicked and impure thoughts, our thoughts of malice, our thoughts of unforgiveness, our thoughts of cursings. Ah, 
Forgive us, oh God. Forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, oh God. And help us, help us, help us, Lord, to keep our minds stayed on you. Mm. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Now, Father, hallelujah, as you're cleansing our minds, cleanse our hearts, that it's not a stony heart, but that it's a heart of flesh. It is a heart that pumps with your unconditional love. It is a heart, oh, Lord God, that is surrendered unto you. It is a heart, Lord God, that desires to serve you and to be served. Hallelujah. To be served. Not in, in the sense of being taken care of, oh, Lord God, but as we serve others, oh, God, you serve us with your unconditional love. We receive it. When I say be served, oh, God, I want to receive what you have for my heart. I want to receive your love, oh, God, that I may pass it on. Ah, glory, Father. I thank you, O oh God. I renounce all bitterness. I renounce all malice. I renounce all unforgiveness that we have carried in our hearts. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way, Father. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, that even now, even now, every one of us, Lord God, is inviting the spirit of forgiveness to be in operation. The spirit of forgiveness, O oh God that we harbor no bitterness, no ill will. Ah, for we freely want to take you in. We freely want to take you in. And your word decreed and declared that you cannot dwell in an unclean temple. When we walk in unforgiveness, when we walk in bitterness, our temple is unclean. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for cleansing our temple. Thank you, Father, the temple of our heart. We are the church. The church resides in us. It resides first and foremost in our heart. So thank you, Father. And then, Lord, we, we lift up our spirit to you. We surrender our spirit to you, O oh God, that you would have your way, Lord, that your precious Holy Spirit would dwell within us, O oh God, that actually he would rule and reign within us, helping us to keep flesh under subjection. We want to feed our spirit man. We want our spirit man to grow in stature even more so than our flesh. We want our spirit, man, to be steeped in the things of you, O oh God. Hallelujah. So we invite you in, Father. You are welcome. You are welcome in this place. You are welcome in this place. This place called me. You are welcome. I pray that all of you are saying the same thing. This place called me. You are welcome. You are welcome to take over. You are welcome to shape and to mold. You are welcome to chastise. If I'm wrong, oh God, show me. Show me my my wrongdoings. Show me, Lord God, when I'm off kilter because I desire to be right before you. Or I desire to know so that I can get it right. Hallelujah. Your word decrees that you chasten those that you love. Hallelujah. So I submit myself even to your chastening. Ah, I give you praise, oh God. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Oh, Lord, we love you tonight. We love you. 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 We love you, oh God. And as you allow us to love on us, and as as you allow us to love on you, we thank you that you are already loving on us. 
See, you loved us before we even know or knew who we were. You've loved us in spite of it all, in spite of all the wrong, in spite of all the the shortcomings, in spite of it all, you have loved us, oh God. Now, we take this opportunity to give back unto you, and all that we can give you that's of any value is ourselves. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you gave us the ability to choose. Thank you, Father, that you did not make us robotic. Thank you, O oh Lord God, that we are free to love you. We choose to love you. We choose, O oh Lord God, to serve you. Thank you. Thank you for that ability to choose, O oh God. What a wonderful thing that we can give of ourselves unto you, O oh Lord God, freely, unhindered. We can give of ourselves to you, O oh God because we choose to do it. What a joy. What a joy it is, O oh Lord God. What a joy it is, O oh God, that we're not forced into it. Nobody is holding a gun to us. Nobody is threatening us. Hallelujah. It's just about your love. Your word said that with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Because of your loving kindness toward us, we are free, O oh God, to love you back. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that ability. Thank you so very much for that ability. We give you praise. Oh, hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Truly, you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. Now, Father, have your, have your way on tonight and, and in our lives. Have your way, Father. Shape us. Mold us. Continue, Lord God, to lead God and direct us. Ah, we are that ship and you are that rudder. Without you, oh God, steering us and guiding us, Father, we will grow astray. But ah, we're so grateful, Lord, that you continue, you continue, you continue, you continue to, to straighten our path. You continue to light our way. You continue, Father God, to show us the way. Ah, we're so grateful tonight. We love you so very much, oh God. We love you so, so very much. Words truly, truly pale in comparison to the feelings and the emotions we have when it comes to you. Ah, glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for giving us the ability to love, to be free to share in the glory. Mm. Wow. We thank you, Father. Now, Lord, hallelujah, you know every trial, every tribulation, every circumstance that everyone under the sound of my voice is going through, even right this moment. I lift it up to you, Father. I come in agreement with all of them, O Lord God, that your perfect will is being worked in their lives, your perfect will. Your perfect will. Hallelujah. And I give you praise for it, O Lord God. Thank you, Lord, that you are illuminating them, Father God, to know the way to go. You're illuminating them, O Father God, to hear you clearly, clear direction, Father. As I say, just speak to us all like we're babies, O Lord God. Speak to us as children, Father, that we're clear in our direction. 
I thank you, Father, for those that need to make decisions right now, important decisions, Lord God, life-altering decisions, oh, Lord God, that you would step in the midst of that decision, Father God, and make your decision, make your way plain and clear. As I said, Father, thank you for giving us the ability to choose, and we want to choose your way, but we need to know with clarity which way you're calling us, which way you would have us to go. So thank you for stepping in the midst of each situation and revealing your majesty in the midst of it. For, Father, every time we follow after you, your majesty is revealed unto us. We give you praise for it. Thank you, Lord, for those that may be laboring in their bodies. Oh, Lord God, I decree and declare your hand of healing on their lives. It is, it is our right, our covenant right as being your child to be healed. I thank you for it, Father. We don't always agree with how that healing comes forth, but it is our right. It is our right to be healed. You said, hallelujah, that upon the back of Christ, those stripes he took was for our healing. So we thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing of the total body. We speak shalom, shalom to the people, O oh Lord God. Peace, healing, wholeness. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Thank you, Father. Even the healing of the heart. Those that are listening that have a broken heart, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the healing of the heart even now. Even now, Father, even now, take those crumbled up little pieces that have shattered in their lives, oh God, and put it together in you as only you can do. I thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for engulfing us with your presence. I thank you, Father God, for embracing us with your love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise on tonight. We're so grateful. We're so, so grateful that you are yet mindful of us. Ah, you are yet mindful of us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I decree these things to be so in the matchless, glorious name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. And I give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. It is so. Hallelujah. Ah, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Ah, he is so wonderful. He is so, so wonderful. Ah, Roselelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
we welcome you tonight. Somebody lift your hands and make you feel welcome. about us tonight. It's all about him, his wisdom, his grace, and his mercy. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sun, your name is to be praised.
Um, just, you know, and sometimes we do it unbeknownst to the other person. Let's be real, okay? Unbeknownst to the other person, sometimes we have things and struggles that we're going through within our own heart, within our own flesh, okay? But when you go back to the basics and you start to look at the good and what was right, um, rather than dwelling on what's messed up, it causes you to, to bring more clarity to a situation. And it's like that with our relationship with God. We drift apart from him. We drift apart in our walk with him. Many of us that have been with the Lord and have been entrenched in this thing for a number of years, I know for myself, I've got 25 years in this. There have been times where my relationship with him wasn't what it needed to be. And it definitely wasn't God's fault, okay? This was on me. This was allowing my mindset, allowing my spirit to entertain the wrong things, allowing myself to get caught up in the cares of this world, allowing myself to drift away from my arc of safety in God. And in order to get myself straight and get right, I had to come back to the basics. What's the basics? unconditional love for me. That's what drew me to begin with. When I gave myself to God, it was because in my mess and all my evil and all the things that I did that were against his ordinance, that were contrary to what he had desired for my life, he yet loved me. He even yet provided for me. I was a single mom raising two kids out there in the world, okay, doing whatever I thought I had to do to make it because I had not come into the realization of faith and trusting in God. See, I knew God was real, but my relationship with him was not there. So when it was time to draw me closer to him, all I could dwell on was how he kept me in the midst of the wrong, how he loved me in spite of it all, how I could sit in my house and have no food for my children and have somebody knock on the door with bags of groceries when my pride would not even allow me to tell a living soul my situation. See, those kind of things cause me to stop and say, you know what? You have been nothing but good to me, carried me, you have stood with me, you have covered me, you have shielded me, you've protected my very life. When I, in my stupidity, put myself in harm's way, you still stood there. And when death wanted to knock on my door, you said, not so, she's mine. Even in the midst of what I was doing. You yet had your hand on me. What else can I do but give myself to you because of your love? So when we go back to the goodness of the love of God and we begin to dwell on that, we begin to fall in love all over again. And it is that love, that love he showed for us, that love that drew us to him that will cause us to walk upright before him. See, when you really, really love somebody, anything and everything that you can do within your power, you want to do to please that person. That's why it's so important not to give of yourself to the wrong one. That's why it's so important to allow God to choose your mate. Because, I, well, I won't say all of us, but I can definitely speak to myself. 
I've gone astray out there in the world and gave myself to the wrong one, and it was hell on earth because I had no idea that I could wait for my mate in God. But when God says, this is the one, even though you, let me tell you, there's still going to be struggles. You're still going to go through some things. But when you have that confidence in yourself and in God that he has chosen for you and he will make it good, then you hold on. You don't let go because you know that whatever rocky road you're going over at that moment, this too will pass because, God, you've got it. I'm here to tell you, maybe somebody on the line You're going through something in your marriage. We all have been there. There are rocky roads, but if God said that's the one, then God is responsible for the relationship. Your responsibility is keep your eyes and your focus on him. Allow him to conduct your prayer time. Allow him to conduct your attitude. Allow him to conduct how you interact with that person. And watch God work. Watch God work. I'm a very vocal person. And I thank God that he has, he's using that ability that he's given me to his glory, but at one time that was not the case, okay? You know, what would come up would come out. And I didn't care what I said to you, how it sliced you, diced you, cut you up, and hurt you. Why? Because I had bitterness and hurt and pain in my own heart. So, therefore, how I hurt you didn't matter because who had hurt me, it didn't matter to them that they hurt me. So I was lashing out out of my pain and my hurt and my sorrow. But thanks be unto God, he turned that around. And I have to be mindful, even today, how I deal with people. I've gotten to a place, okay, God, you've got to tell me how to do this. Because I know what I want to say. can't say what I want to say. I've got to do it as you would have me to do it. I'm sharing this tonight because somebody needs to hear this even in your marriage, even on your job, even in your relationship with your children, no matter what the case may be, you still have to stop and say, God, how would you have me deal with this? How would you have me handle this? Because, see, if I do it in me, I'm going to mess it all up. I know I am. I know I am. I'm going to tear it to shreds. There might not be nothing left by the time it's done. If I let you handle it, it's going to be to your glory. It will be to your glory. And guess what? When it's to God's glory, it's to your good. It will work to your good. But we've got to get into that place where we're willing to allow God to have his way. I want to read St. John, um, a couple of verses from there. Of course, the, the beginning of, of the first chapter of St. John is very, very familiar. But I want you to just really take it into your spirit, what God is really saying here. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. 
You see, we've been in darkness for so long that when the light of God's love shines, sometimes we comprehend it not. In the beginning was the Word. That Word was Christ Jesus. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning, God spoke his Word and created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God spoke and man became a living soul. In the beginning was God. And guess what? Right now, he's still there. See, we got to go back to the beginning. In the beginning was God. In the beginning was Christ. In the beginning was the Holy Spirit that we invite into us. We need the word. We need the word within us in order for us to operate clearly and correctly. We need the word. We need the word. We need the word upon our lives to show forth the grace of God. We need the word upon our lives to show forth the light of God. See, there's so many people that are still walking around in darkness and comprehending the light. Not. They're not comprehending. And it's up to us to be new lights in their lives. People won't always understand you. They won't always understand what you stand for. They won't even understand the love that God has given you in your heart for others. People that are close to you, people that don't care about you, will ask you why you are taking your time with an individual, be it your mate, your child, whoever. People are so quick to say, girl, I wouldn't take that. They're so quick to say, you need to walk away. But the Spirit of God, that was there in the beginning, is yet there now, living and dwelling within you with a word. And you are that word. And the word is love. The word is love. He loved you so much that even though Christ was there in the beginning, In the beginning, as the word, he stepped out of his deity, stepped into an earth suit so that he could show you the unconditional love of God. He walked as you walk. He suffered as you suffer. He endured as you endure. Just to say, I know what you're going through, but I have a word. I have a word, and the word is love. It is a word that will resonate in your life. It is a word that will carry you through. And it is a word that when it comes from God, it is not lip service. Because, see, it's not just a word when it comes to God. It is his essence. It is who he is. He is love. And he has shared himself with you in order for you to share him with others. Oh, it's all about him. It's all about him. It's all about allowing him to use you. As we said earlier, many, many, many are called, but only a few are chosen. You've been chosen. 
You've been chosen to be that light. You've been chosen to be that love. You've been chosen to endure. To endure hardship as a good soldier. You've been chosen to suffer with him that you may reign with him. The only problem that I have in this season and in this hour with the body of Christ and the quote-unquote prosperity message is that it leaves out a very valid part. It is not just about coming to God your wish. You see, he said, if you suffer with me, you will also reign with me. You see, we ask in prayer to have the same heart and the same mind that's in Christ Jesus. That's a mind that knows rejection. That's a mind that knows pain. That's a heart that in spite of the pain and in spite of the rejection continues to love. That's the suffering. It's that in spite of it all. I will continue to love. In spite of it all, I will not allow the devil to harden my heart. In spite of it all, I will not allow my bowels of compassion to shut down. In spite of it all, I won't just speak my mind. I will speak the heart of God. In spite of it all, I will be that light in this place. In spite of it all. Oh, yeah. The suffering is well worth it. It is well worth it because in your suffering for the cause of Christ, not in your suffering for what you did, but in your suffering for the cause of Christ, what, what, what is that, suffering for the cause of Christ? It's just, it's just making up in your heart that I'm going to love in spite of. I don't care how you shun me. I don't care how you disrespect me. I don't care what you think of me. I'm going to love you in spite of you. And I'm going to love you in spite of myself. That's the suffering. That's what Christ did. That's what God does. He loves us in ourselves. I had a line of T-shirts a few years ago, and I remember one of the sayings on on one of my T-shirts was, a friend loves in spite of, not because of. Jesus is my friend. That's a true statement. That's a true statement. So we're going to go back to the basics in our heart and say, you know what, God? I thank you for loving me. I thank you for being long-suffering with me and to show my gratitude to you. I'm going to choose to love others. I'm going to choose to have patience with others. I'm going to choose to allow your glory to shine through me as you draw that other one to yourself through your love being shown through me. Power. That's power. That is power. To have the power to love in spite of. <laughs> Let me tell you, don't get any greater than that. Does not get any greater than that. Well, we have come to the end of our session for tonight. I pray that you have been blessed. I pray that you have been encouraged 
to press on in him, to love in spite of, (laughs) not just because of, to have a little more patience with your brothers and your sisters, with your husbands and your wives, with your children, to know that God has had to suffer long with you and is not done yet. He yet loves you through. What an awesome God we serve. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, bless God, bless God. This time has has gotten by, has gotten by. So I just want to invite you again, as I said, on Thursday nights, um, I will be doing starting a new series of Bible study, and I'm going to be teaching my children. That's, that's really going to be cool, but you have the opportunity to listen in or to dial uh, or to log back in in your leisure time and um, listen to the archives. That's going to be every Thursday night um, from 9 to 9.30 Pacific. Pacific Coast time, and um, and I hope that it, I, I'm praying that it will be a blessing unto my household, but I also wanted to share it and in hopes that it will bless your household as well. God bless you. I will definitely be back here next Monday night where we're not giving up prayer, praise, and the word of God. That's going to continue on until God says otherwise. So I will be back next Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. We're going out tonight with Vicki Yoli. God has the final say, and that is the honest-to-God truth. No matter what, God has the final say. You be blessed this week. God bless you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.